Well, the great rock festival is now history. The last of the nearly half million young people who traveled to Bethel, New York during the weekend have now departed. And the dairy farm where they listen to three days of rock music is quiet, except for the normal sounds of cows mooing. Here's a report on the last of the vibrations from ABC's Gregory Jackson. Wait a second. I've heard this before. The original Woodstock Festival is a, a rock series music of festival that drew hundreds of thousands of The iconic Woodstock Music and Art Festival. Finally, this is a mammoth display of the young and their music in this country. The second. I don't know about you, but I'm ready for some news stories. Welcome to the B-Sides Podcast. On this show, we're going to explore some of the most overlooked moments, artists, and phenomenons in the history of popular music. Listen in as I, Louise Nets, dig deeper to answer big questions like, why has the legend of Woodstock been so enduring? But the Harlem Cultural Festival, held the same year with an all-star lineup and comparable attendance figures, was all but forgotten. How did funk pioneer Betty Davis influence Prince, hang out with Jimi Hendrix, marry Miles Davis, and still manage to fly under the radar? Why was Joni Mitchell's Mingus panned by fans and critics alike, but remembered as a seminal jazz collaboration? Could it be that the first rap in American music was performed by a saxophonist deep in the swing music of the 1940s? With the help of some musicians, fans, and experts alike, I'm going to give some overshadowed visionaries and artistic pioneers their time to shine. Listen in to the B-Sides podcast and get ready to flip history over to the B-Side.